0: Hello everyone, Uh, welcome to the Daily Dose of Dopamine podcast Brought to you by Wiggle in partnership with Calm, Campaign Against Living Miserably Now I'm your host Jamie Lang and before we kick off I want to tell you a little bit about this amazing new series Now online sports retailer Wiggle and suicide prevention charity Calm Have come together to create the bite-sized daily podcast Specifically for post-marathon listening Now in a bid to tackle the post-marathon blues, the Daily Dose of Dopamine podcast has been designed to see you through the post-race slump and ensure that you're always up for the next challenge. Now I am very excited to tell you that I'll be joined throughout this series by one of England's most iconic rugby players and someone who knows a thing or two about pushing his mind and body to the limit. It's Chris Robshaw.
1: How are you? Pleasure to be here.
0: Did you like my intro? I did, yeah. I think that's very impressive. I, I feel like um, we have uh, eight episodes together. Um, how do you feel about spending um, eight episodes with me?
1: Depends how long they're going to be.
0: Well, I think, you know, I could, to, to, to be honest, I'm the host, so I could make them 24 hours each. Perfect. Could you spend 24 hours alone with me?
1: You know, it's debatable, um, but let's give it a go.
0: People are going to be listening to this when they've just run a marathon. That is a huge physical challenge you haven't run it yet but when everyone's listening to this you would have run it now i want to start by congratulating every single person who's listening to this who's ran the london marathon i think honestly we get a little round of applause for everyone who's listening right now um whether you did the full 26 miles or you only made it to the first corner whether it took you all day or you broke the world record which is sub two on behalf of myself chris and the team at wiggle well done you did it and if you didn't do it Well done hey, listen, you you did it, right? Everyone's done it. Even if you didn't complete it, they still done it. Um, It's important to celebrate your win and not just let it slip past you because I think in these situations that can just happen. Uh, Now, the extra serotonin you get from really taking stock of the achievement can help minimize those marathon blues. Now, Chris, a study in the Journal of Psychiatry at Neuroscience found that having a good mood increases serotonin levels and thinking about something that makes you feel good, like completing a marathon, can help increase serotonin in your brain which can help promote an improved mood in general. So basically, we love serotonin. Uh, now, Chris, question for you. Winning the Six Nations with England must have been unbelievable. What was the first 24 hours like?
1: Yeah, I mean, when we won the Six Nations, it was it was incredible. For the four years before that, we had finished second on points difference on three occasions as well. So you're thinking, how hard is this to achieve it? And then we, in our fifth year together as as a group, we finally do it. We yeah. finally get that kind of monkey off our back away in Paris celebrating. And as you can imagine, there's, there's kind of champagne, there's beers going, there's boys singing and dancing and just, just enjoying the moment. And then there's also guys who were just sat down and just having a moment to themselves, mm. just thinking, you know what, this has been five years and more because you've been trying to get in that England squad, you've been trying to play rugby since you were little kids. To finally have that moment, And there's only ever been 13 English rugby sides that have ever won a Grand Slam. Is that it? Exactly. So you think about how special and how hard these things are to achieve. And I remember after that, which Eddie Jones, coach at the time, was like, okay, go out, have a good time, but be careful. Social media is a big thing now, camera phones. And he's just said, just have fun. I just don't want to hear about it next day, kind of thing. So as we go out, we we pull up to this nightclub in the middle of Paris. They're like, okay, no big deal. So we get in there. It's got this massive screen saying "Congratulations, England!" It's blazing out "God Save the Queen." So yeah, it was quite a subtle in entrance nightclub. in this nightclub. Yeah, I mean, also, so, so.
0: how many of you boys went to the nightclub?
1: The whole team, whole that team, that is the most intimidating
0: crew of people coming to a nightclub. <laughs> oh my god! Did you how, did you drink beer from the cup?
1: So yeah, we had we had a little bit of that, um, a lot of that, a lot of that. Yeah, which kind there of gets set around. But also, yeah, I mean, you're all kind of sharing it. You're drinking out of time. You're having your photos. It was just one of those absolutely incredible moments. And you kind of wake up the next day a little bit hungover, but then you go home. So then we were in Paris. Yeah, so we go home. You play it in front of 80,000 people in Paris. Everyone's phones gone mad. Everyone, congratulations, social media, all that kind of stuff. You get home on Sunday night, travel back to England, all that kind of stuff, get home, basically dump your England bag, sit on your sofa, prepare your Harlequins bag to go to training the next day.
0: Oh, so it completely switches back so to normality. So it completely
1: switches it. So then on that Monday morning, you're going back to the club, focusing on that, and then the wheel keeps moving. And like a lot of people, Sunday they'll be racing, and on Monday they'll be getting up to go to work.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and it's kind of thing. There'll be some sore bodies, and I'm sure there'll be a lot of people having their first beer for a long time and their first drink, and maybe first bad meal and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, how do you keep getting that buzz? How do you get back out of bed in the, in a positive way again?
0: My celebration once was different to yours. I, I was at Leeds University and I got a I got uh, a really good grade. And because I got a great grade, um, Leeds Uni played Leeds Met Rugby. It's like a big game. And I decided to streak across the pitch. You weren't playing? I was not playing. And I streaked across the pitch and went out to my friend who was captain. And he didn't know who I was and he dumped tackled me onto the ground. And then I was taken off the pitch. And... Uh, my head was sore because I just felt completely ashamed that I had streaked <laughs> in front of, like, 40,000 people. It was bizarre. Now, listen, the big thing is is um, inevitably no one is going to be as excited... Uh, and exhausted about your achievement as you. That always happens. And that's probably the same as you, right? What you're saying is that we do these amazing things like winning the Six Nations, like running a marathon. And afterwards, we're still excited, the individual who's won it, but actually everyone goes on with their lives. And that's kind of hard to deal with, right? It must be.
1: It really is. And I think what's really important is in this marathon and stuff, and someone actually said it to me in, when I was kind of first starting on this journey, was there'll be a point in training and there'll be a point in the marathon where you need to rem- remind yourself who you're running for. And there will be a bit of, oh, that's kind of it. We Mm. celebrated and and life goes on and it is hard to come to terms with that. And when I retired, actually, you kind of think, or when you don't play for England anymore, all that kind of stuff, you think, yeah, there'll be a big fun fair and a farewell and all that. And there is a little bit, but the next day, the shirt keeps moving and someone else steps into that shirt. And it is sometimes tough to come to terms with that. Yeah, of course it is. Uh, And people kind of, Deal with it in a different ways when they retire, and I really struggle with that because everything else continues to move on.
0: Do you know, it's interesting. It's like okay, so you probably had the same when you were playing for England, right? So same as marathon runners, what happens is is they do the race, and they're going to be doing it. With people listening right now, maybe they didn't get the time they wanted, or it wasn't good. But everyone's going to ask, "What was your time? How was the race? All those kind of things." And there's a thing of being like sometimes disappointed in ourselves. Did you, if you had a bad game for England, but you won, were you disappointed? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You were. And,
1: and also, also the other way around, where you've, you've played well and you've lost, you're still disappointed.
0: A little bit happier. <laughs> yeah. A little bit happier.
1: But yeah, look, there's a, there's a huge amount of that. Yeah, there'll be people who have trained for a long time, and look, myself included as well. I want to hit my target. And I will be disappointed if I don't, if I'm honest. Mm. Uh, and I feel I've prepared in the right way, but you never know on the day. You might wake up, you haven't slept well. You might not have eaten the right food. You might have tried something different. You might have just tweaked your your calf in the first month. Who knows? Who knows? There are so many ifs and buts, but you've got to manage what and can control what you can. Hey, Chris, I can tell why you're an England captain. I feel inspired.
0: So if we have to sum up our first episode, what do we think? So, you know, it doesn't matter. Basically, what we're saying is, look, whatever you've done, doesn't matter if you've got your time, if you haven't got your time, whatever you do, you've done something incredible and you should be proud of yourself. And remember that, also at the end of the day, your achievement, the way that you feel, everyone else moves on with their lives. And remember to be okay with that, that everyone else moves on, but you have that memory within yourself.
1: Yeah, I think definitely. I think look, enjoy the moment and be very proud of what you have achieved, whether it be just training for it, whether it be kind of getting to that start line, finishing it, the time you want, maybe not quite, but but embrace it. Embrace that moment and you'll always have that that medal, hopefully, on the on your wall. But come monday the the wheel keeps moving and you've got to get back to work you've got to get back up um i've got a meeting monday morning unfortunately which i'm very much regretting why have
0: you organized that
1: well it's supposed to be last week but they had to cancel and i thought you know what i can fully go and have a full English breakfast and maybe even an Irish breakfast with a nice Guinness as well
0: yeah exactly with your time of four hours ten minutes because you haven't quite done it
1: (laughs) (laughs) then i then i will be gutted i'll be gutted
0: Right, guys, that's our first episode done. Now, I really hope it's been helpful and you'll come back tomorrow when Chris and I will be talking about rest and recovery tips. Now, we have an episode dropping each day this week, so we're with you all the way through the blisters and the post-marathon blues all the way to your return to the track because you're going to get there. Now for more information about Wiggle and the podcast series please visit their blog at wiggle.com slash guides slash daily hyphen dose and if you want to support Calm's vital work please visit the website at www.thecalmzone.net and donate or check out their events page to see how you can help Calm. Additionally everyone, your running group, club or crew can now sign up to be a Calm community and support Calm's incredible work. You'll get loads of stuff from advice on how to support your members with Calm's vital resources to how you can help Calm's work through the thing you love. All the while, while wearing a neon orange running top. What's not to love?